I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. Hey guys, and welcome to Five Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast. Now here's your hosts, Stocks and Sparks. Welcome back to Five Yard Rush, guys. Sparky has thrown me under the bus once again, so I've got another guest on, somebody else you haven't heard if you if you listen to our pod. Been on his a couple of times, it's Jack from the Kickers Matter podcast. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm slightly less stressed now. You've come on to save my bacon because Sparky's not here again. Uh, so it's all good, mate. Any chance to talk fantasy, it's all, it's all good. So uh, do you want to you give your pod and your handles a quick shout-out, just let people know who you are? Yeah, uh, podcast is at kickers underscore matter on Twitter. It's a um, just a fantasy football podcast, a bit like yourself. Um, three guys just talking gibberish half the time. So. <laughs> um, some of the stuff we talk about works out, some of the stuff we talk about doesn't. Um, so, yeah, just yeah, that's us and... If you like, if you like this, I'm sure you'll like us. Yeah, no, definitely. I listen every week, and it's it's good banter, and Jack's got some pretty good takes that often come in. So I talk about them a little bit on the waivers. Definitely. Uh, do a bit of housekeeping just to start with. You can find the podcast on Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and then on social media is at Five Yard Rush, but it's Y R D Rush because somebody stole the handle before we could get it, which is irritating. Uh, yeah, like Jack said, it's at kickers underscore matter. I think that's right. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, go check them out as well. It's always a good listen. Today's show, we're going to be doing some news, waivers, maybe some winners and losers if we have time. So without further ado, let's hit the news, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. So I don't, I've uh, got a list in front of me. Jack's going to give them takes as we work down it. And my list starts with Rosen and Baker starting. Now, the Cardinals have been pretty terrible. I'm surprised it's taken this long to get Rosen to start. Definitely. And 
I, I, I just think that for them it's a decent move. They've been stalling horrendously on offense and it injects a bit of life into their into their game plan. No, I totally agree with that. I, um, I, I, if you listen to last week's pod, I said on there about I was selling DJ if I owned him in redraft leagues just because how worried I was with this offense. I haven't managed to sell him in one of the leagues that I do own him in, so um, I'm hoping Rosen can get this offense going on all cylinders. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. I, I, if you listen to Jack's podcast, I was the opposite. I was trying to buy him everywhere, and I, I think Rosen adds to his... If they can change the offense enough to get DJ relevant again, and you bought him cheap, then it's a decent move. And I just mentioned Baker. Obviously, Tyrod got concussed. It was concussed, I think, during the match. Baker came in. And whether you think he won it or the Browns won it with him is one thing or another. But I think he's I think he's going to be pretty good, decent in redraft as well. Obviously, dynasty, take him wherever you can. If he's available, then you're playing with the wrong people. I think I think in deeper formats, he's definitely someone you should go out and add. Um, in twelve man leagues, I wouldn't rush out just yet. I think I need to see a little bit more. Um, I'm hoping he makes David Njoku relevant. I've got some shares in David Njoku, and he he did. For the one series I saw, they played the uh, Giants. I'm a Giants fan. They played the Giants in preseason, and David Njoku scored two touchdowns. I mean, every tight end scores against the Giants. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm just um, I'm hoping he makes David Njoku relevant. But it's just, I think he's a deeper add just at this minute. I think I need to see a little bit more from him. Yeah, no, well, I definitely think Njoku is going to be more relevant, like you say. Definitely, yeah. I think I've... I think he'll be top 10, and he's widely available, I think, just because people didn't want to touch the Browns at the start of the season. Well, rookie QBs tend to target their tight end anyway. It's just their safety valve a lot of the time. So, Sure. Staying with quarterbacks, let's move on to the Jimmy G news. He's came out that he's actually torn his ACL. It was feared when they took him off, but it's come out that he has in season endings. Sad news for the 49ers, and I think that now makes everybody but George Kittle droppable. I don't know, what's your take on that? Um, yeah, I tend to agree. I'm probably keeping hold of Matt Brader just for the minute. I um, I think they might just stick to the run game a little bit more. But yeah, I just I, everyone else is droppable at this, uh, apart from Kittle, like you say, it's droppable at this moment in time. Yeah, it's going. I own Goodwin in quite a few places, and yeah. I tried trading him today, and no, obviously people were pretty keyed up, and nobody wants anything to do with him. So. <laughs> no, I totally agree. He's a drop. Now, at the Rams, both their star quarterback, cornerbacks, apologies, uh, left the game with injuries. Uh, Tlaib has left the stadium in a walking boot, and Peters is probably out for several weeks as well. Didn't look good during the game. Do you think that changes much for the Rams, Dee? I, I, I do. I, I saw something earlier, actually, on Twitter. It's, I think Peters is week to week, so I, they're on the short week this week. I wouldn't expect him to play this week anyway, but um, I think he'll be back the following week. But to leave, it sounds quite a serious one. Um, at least a month, they're saying. Uh, I, I, I think, yeah, their secondary. I, I think their secondary can be had now. Um, and Kirk Cousins is um, coming off of a bit of a poor game, so um, that's shocking. Maybe he's going to play angry. Yeah, we was um, <laughs> we was all quite shocked on my podcast for that last night. So yeah, I think that was the biggest spread in the last twenty-three years or something against the betting that came in. Yeah. Oh, it was. I, I haven't seen much of it, but just oh, it's crazy. I, 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 the the Vikings. I don't know if they were planning ahead. Obviously, they was on the they're on the short week, so I don't know if they was planning ahead for the Rams and just 
thought we can walk all over the bills like well <laughs> I think everyone thought they was going to walk all over yeah, the yeah, bills. Yeah. but yeah um, but yeah no, back to the round secretary I, I, it's it's worrying because I think you could for them but their their front is their front is amazing with Sue and Donald is absolutely amazing so if you can get the ball out quick then yeah maybe they can be had but we'll, we'll see. see the Chargers started to score some points after they were both out during the game yeah um, Mike Williams went mad he's one of the wave of people this week. Yep. Fitz Magic, first man in NFL history to throw 400 plus yards in three consecutive games. Yeah, I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Jamie has a thing with, on my podcast with me. Every week he goes at me. I said the Bucks would be the worst team in the league this year. God, how wrong I'm going to be. Um, I, I do. I really do think he's going to stop Jameis Winston coming back anytime soon. I know he, he threw three picks last night, I believe. Yeah, in the first half. Yeah, um, I, I will be. They're bye weeks, week five, so I think they'll run with Fitz Magic till then, and then um, it's just wait and see. But four hundred yards in <laughs> over four hundred yards in three games is just um, for each game. Sorry, it's just amazing. So yeah, and they still lost as well. But that's the even. That's the yeah, even that's, that's the thing. I think the Steelers are one of them. There's a lot of teams like that this year. They're just shootout teams. I'd say. The Steelers, Atlanta Falcons, Tampa, the chicken, their defences are no good, so they will literally just be shootout teams. Quarterback penalty, well, the hitting the quarterback penalty is really starting to take its toll with Clay. He's struggling. And uh, William Hayes is out with an ACL injury by avoiding putting body weight onto the quarterback. Yeah. Adam Gaze is unhappy about it, and you can understand <laughs> why. It's shocking. I... Yeah, I, I agree. It's shocking and it's ruining the game. But you're getting. I listened to a podcast earlier and actually looking back at games. Khalil Mack. If you watch Khalil Mack when he plays, he try. He goes for the ball rather than the the quarterback every time. Um, I think you have to adapt. It's something you just got to adapt to. And Clay Matthews is a very violent player anyway. Um, he's well known for being quite violent. So, I, yeah, it wasn't. You know, <laughs> he's obviously not gone out to hurt the QB in that in that particular play, and it was ridiculous. But at the end of the day, that's the rules now, and you have to adapt. Yeah, I think once it starts filtering through from high school and yep. college football, it will change, and it is it is good for safety reasons. But it's just it's tough to see some of the best defenders struggling in what you probably should have think in preseason something they worked on quite they should have worked on quite a lot anyway, just yep. to limit penalties given up. Now, Richard Sherman, <laughs> he's going to miss a few weeks and it's going to cost him some serious cheddar. His agent I, didn't do him any favours in the preseason by setting up a contract where if he misses games, he loses money. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know this. So. <laughs> oh, right. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's got two million per game if he's in the 46-man active rosters, but he misses $125,000 a game if he's not active. Okay. And if he doesn't play more than 90% of the snaps, he loses another million. Interesting. So, he's, yeah, his agent's done him no favours there. <laughs> no, especially, you know, he's an ageing cornerback <laughs> with an injury history last season anyway. And if he loses a million and then he misses three weeks, he's only going to make 700000 over the <laughs> over the season, which is considerably less than the two million. And he has been playing well for the 49ers. So for them to lose a key defender and now Jimmy Garoppolo, it's not great for their season. Yeah, the defence is bad anyway, so um yeah, that's obviously not ideal losing a key piece like that. I um 
I'm sure he's not bothered. <laughs> yeah. you know? I, I think you'd be quite happy with 700,000, you know, yeah. in the bank. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure, you know, he's probably made enough money through his career already. But yeah, that's a um, bad, bad bit of work by his agent, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think that's all the news that I've got in front of me on my list, considering it was a last minute list I knocked up. You got anything else you want to mention, Jack? Um, not in regards to the news, no. Um, I don't really, obviously, Evan Ingram went down for the Giants. I don't know if you want to bring that up quickly. Um, I, that looked, that looked a bad injury to me. They're calling it week to week. Um, I don't know. He went out early in that game as well. I just, it, I worry. He was, that. Out, was ruled out almost straight away as well, wasn't he? Like, wasn't yeah. Any... As, as I, you know, as a Giants fan, I've watched the whole game as well. So it's, um, I don't know. It looked bad to me. So I just, Keep an eye on that, if, especially if you're only in fantasy. If you're in deeper leagues, maybe Brett Ellison. Maybe we'll go on to the waiver ads in a minute. Um, but that was why he scored another touchdown for a, a blocking tight end. Just keep scoring touchdowns for the Giants. It's, it might, ugh, it's crazy. <laughs> so, so like, maybe. Sorry. Like Will Disley of the Seahawks. He's a blocking tight end and he scored two in the first three weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's mad. And, you know, people going out and spending massive amounts of their fab budget on <laughs> on these blocking titans. <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal. We were saying just before we came on air, actually, Jack and I, that the waiver wire is pretty slim this week. It's pretty yeah, slim. It's, so, um, it's barren. It's barren. Yeah, it's barren. <laughs> Very barren indeed. So should we start at the quarterback? Have you got any quarterbacks you think are worth picking up this week? Well, I think we mentioned... Um, Baker Mayfield is someone I'd definitely look at in a deeper league. Um, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, I think you could do a lot worse than Ryan Tannehill at the minute. Yeah. And Stafford just went nuts against the Patriots. Um, so they can be had. Um, yeah, so maybe they, yeah, they're, them two are my... I'd say Tannehill in a 12-man league. If, you're, if you add Garoppolo and you're looking at the waiver wire and there's not a lot there, people are rostering two QBs in your league on each team I've seen that I've seen that in a few leagues I'm in this is crazy yep. but yeah I think you could do a lot worse than Ryan Tannehill yeah I like Andy Dalton this week as well he's got a good match up against the Falcons who yep. are bleeding points and although it depends on AJ Green's availability he says he's going to play and he tends to only play if he's 100% so by him saying he's going to play I'd like to think he will but yeah Andy Dalton's in a sick match up this week running backs Chris Ivory, but I wouldn't feel comfortable in playing Chris Ivory, i tell you that. Um, maybe Wendell Smallwood as well. Get, if Ajayi and Sproles sit, um, I mean, you bolted a touchdown off Clement in that last game for the Eagles. So maybe it's just someone to look at. Again, Ivory and Smallwood, not guys I'd be very comfortable in playing. So, <laughs> But they could be ads. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, Bilal Powell, if he's out there somehow for some reason. If he's out there, then <laughs> he's not out there in any leagues I've played in. No, and maybe Naheem Hines in PPR as well, just because yeah. he seems to be the passing back. And, yeah, that's about it on my list. It's, like we said, it's pretty barren. What about yeah, the no, Yeah, so, you, well, Calvin Ridley, if he's out there and then in your leagues, go and get him. He went absolutely mental for the Falcons. And like I said earlier, I think the Falcons are going to be one of them teams, their defence is... Rubbish. They've got so many injuries on defense. I think there's going to be a shootout team for the rest of the year. So they lost another safety this week as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, for the season as well. So it's just 
uh, yeah, Calvin Ridley firing up. Uh, you know, as I say, they're going to spread the ball around and be one of them high-scoring offenses. Yeah, no, definitely. Especially if Julio draws good coverage from the top corner on the side, then that leaves Ridley free to run riot. And against the Saints, they even ended up putting Lattimore on Ridley because he was doing the damage and left Julio free. So it just shows you what other teams are thinking on him as well, if they're prepared to throw their best corner on him. Yep, no, um, I was just just saying another one here, another one who's in a high-scoring offence, Mike Williams, uh, for the Chargers, if he's out there in your leagues, go and grab him. Another, was it two touchdowns he had in that game? Yeah. Yeah, two touchdowns against the Rams. So... I know, I know the two corners are out injured. Um, but yeah, so it's, again, it's just, you want to target in fantasy high scoring offences and the Chargers are another one of them teams. Yeah, I think actually his first touchdown, he went up and got it over Peters' head. So yeah. it shows you can beat good corners as well. And I think he's actually widely available. I don't think many people have picked him up yet. I don't know if you've got that in front of you. I've got a stat here. He's 33% owned in, that's just the ESPN leagues. So, yeah, he's widely available. It's about 70% available in the ESPN yeah. leagues. So, so you know. I imagine, I imagine that sort of follows on mostly around that number, if I had to guess. Sorry, uh, who? I meant, yeah, just on uh, Mike Williams, I was saying he's probably about that much owned on other leagues, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, there doesn't appear to be too much of a discrepancy between the other formats. Tyler Boyd, what do you think on Tyler Boyd? Now, I brought him up on a couple of weeks ago with one of our guests, Murph, and he said he <laughs> didn't want him to touch him anywhere. And the last couple of weeks, he's been really good. I just, I, I, I find, it's something, we've, I've been burned by the Bengals in the past. I just find the Bengals a very hard team to trust in fantasy. Um he definitely someone should go and get get hold of now because he's clearly the number two. And if AJ Green sits any time, then his targets are just going to increase even more. So yeah, he's, he's someone you should own. I just, from past experience, don't feel comfortable <laughs> in playing someone like that. But you should, people should go out and get him definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think he appears to be Andy Dalton's safety blanket as well. You know, yeah. If he gets into a spot of trouble, then he just seems to look for Boyd. And if you're playing PPR and he's getting five, ten-yard dump-offs, then uh, it's just points to be had. Well, it used to be Eifert, didn't it? But they haven't really got Eifert going this year so no. far, which is a shame because, I mean, I had him in 2015 when he had all them touchdowns, um, Tyler Eifert, and he was an absolute <laughs> machine. And then, then he went and played the Pro Bowl and got injured and ruined his career. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you? What's your take on Geronimo Allison? Yeah, I, I like Geronimo Allison. I I would drop if you have Randall Cobb now. I would be dropping Randall Cobb. Yep. For Allison. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I like it. I do worry with Rogers. I've said it on my podcast. I own Rogers in so many leagues, and it's just I, he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't look right to me, Aaron Rodgers, and I really wish that sat him for that Vikings game the two weeks ago with the game they drew um, yeah what's well, hide sorry what's that drew um, I, I I just really worry with him at the minute I um, I just I, I, but if, while he's on the while he's on the field Allison's going to be fantasy relevant so yeah I, as I say drop Cobb you pick up Allison 
Yeah, I think he's on pace for something silly like 1,100 yards this season and 70-something receptions, which is nice for a two. Yeah. And we know that Rodgers can sustain a decent one too, so... Yeah. I would just like to see Rodgers get healthy. That's the thing. He he just doesn't look right to me. No, I completely agree. And I'm not sure whether playing him every week is going to do him any favours whatsoever. No. I don't know when their bye week is. I think it must be. I think they're about week seven their bye week or something like that. From the last time I looked, I believe. So I I believe I believe it is something like that. So you know he's got a few more weeks, and I just wish they'd sat him last week against the Vikings. (laughs) Just no, nothing good come of that. (laughs) We might as well talk about one of your G men, Sterling Shepard. If Evan Ingram misses time, do you think Shepard becomes more relevant? Yeah, definitely. He's you know he. As I said to you earlier, I, I like Rhett Ellison, the the backup tight end. He is a blocking tight end, though. Um, so, yeah, Sterling Shepard should see more targets. And they, they finally got him going against the Texans, which was it was really nice to see, even though he got took out for a play after taunting or something. <laughs> he did. Um, yeah, I like Shepard. While, while Ingram's out, until Ingram... Well, well, when Ingram comes back, then, yeah, I don't think Shepard's... I think it's just going to go back to how he was. I don't think he's going to be very relevant. But while she, while Ingram is out, then Shepard's someone you should own. Yeah, definitely. And if he has a good couple of weeks, he's trade bait then as well, isn't he? You can flip him for somebody of equal value who's going to stay that value for the whole season. No, exactly, yeah. That's, you know, I like to do that. That's what I've been trying to do with Adrian Peterson this week. But <laughs> some people won't buy it on that one just yet. <laughs> Uh, I think he has a one good game, one bad game, doesn't he? So I did call it though. So <laughs> oh, well, are you are you with the same train of thought? Do you think he's then going to have a, a down game this week? Well, they're on the bye week this week, so he can't have the down game. No, <laughs> so. well, well, if he does, then that's two good games in a row, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I do. I do. He's someone you should sell definitely. I only I own him in two leagues, but he's definitely. I'm trying to sell him when, when he has him high games. He's someone I'm trying to sell. Yeah. So with the, the Browns now starting Baker Mayfield, Antonio Callaway, I, they had a good report in preseason. What do you think on him? Deeper leagues, possibly? Yeah, again, yeah, that's a deeper league ad for me because Jarvis Landry's the guy there. Um, as I say, Mayfield got stuff going with Njoku in preseason. So I just, for me, I think Njoku will see more targets than Callaway. Uh, it'd be Jarvis Landry. I, I like Carlos Hyde a lot now. I like him a lot more than I yeah. did. Um, but yeah, I think them three are the fantasy relevant guys, and Callaway's more of a deep, deep league stash, like you say. Yeah. Uh, tight ends. <laughs> this position is horrible. Yeah, is. Um, Benjamin Watson. Saints. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I think that's a decent move. I, I, the only reason I say that, I say, I say it because they're playing the Giants next, and the Giants. Are just they are absolute trash against Titans. I don't know why they just are. Um, even the Texans guy, Ryan Griffin, is it? It is, yeah. Yeah, well, they they run a committee approach half the time, but he, I mean, he got so many yards against us, and why they didn't use him more, I do not know. Um, so yeah, Benjamin Watson, I, I really like this week, and it'd, it'd be someone I'm targeting. As I say, it's a position I stream a lot as well, so it'd be someone I'm targeting for that, and in DFS maybe. Mm, interesting. Yeah, DFS. We'll talk a little bit about DFS in a bit. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> um, 
What about Barnes McDonald after last night's game? Do you think he's got any relevance? No. Just wanted I haven't seen much of last night's game. I've obviously seen a quick clip of the uh, stiff arm that he done and then run on. Um, I, 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 well, one week it's Jesse James, isn't it? And then the next it's Spence McDonald. I just, yeah. I, I don't want to, tight ends hard enough and I don't want to get involved in <laughs> a committee backfield of tight ends. You know, like, it's, you know, like you get a committee approach of running back. I don't want to be doing that with tight ends. Absolutely. It's, yeah, like you say, it's hard enough to pick one every week, let alone yeah. trying to pick between two who you just don't know. Exactly. And then Dallas Goddard, obviously, he's the two behind Zach Ertz, but it was the highest scoring tight end this week, I think, in fantasy. He was, yeah. I um, think that's just a game out of nowhere. I do, but as I say, I just, I just say to you there, I don't like getting involved in this sort of thing, but this is someone I will be targeting in um, deeper leagues. I... I don't, I, I don't know. They just they were running the two tight end sets, you know, like the Patriots did back in the day with Hernandez and Gronk, um, and they were targeting him a lot. And he, he played at the same college as Carson Wentz, Dallas Goddard. So there's a bit of a rapport there. I in deeper leagues, yeah, um, g- give me a bit of Dallas Goddard. Oh, I like that. Good knowledge. So, <laughs> Well, I, I, to be fair, I did listen to a podcast about that earlier. So. Oh, well, uh, fresh in my mind, mate. It's fresh make, in my mind. <laughs> make your own, uh, make your own knowledge and stuff, didn't you? So, no, as I say, deeper leagues. I wouldn't be targeting someone like that in a twelve-man league because Zach Ertz is the guy. So, what about DST streaming DSTs this week? Streaming DSTs. Um. I like the Chiefs. I, I've got I've got a little thing at the minute. I'm targeting any defense that plays the Broncos in Case Keenum. Sorry, mate. Oh <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, I just I just I don't know. I don't trust Case Keenum, and he'll throw picks in the yeah. game. So I'm. It's just I, I like that. It's, it's something I used to do about a year or two ago. I used before the Jaguars become the beast that they are now. Um, I used to target defences that would play the Jags. For the, it's the same principle. Bortles throws interceptions left, right and centre. Yeah, yeah. Ke- Keenum's the same. Fitzpatrick's the same. I used the Steelers defence in a few leagues last night. So they're, they're not particularly good defences, you know. <laughs> um, if you're going to get you're going to get the points for the interceptions. Yeah, so for sure. It's something I like to do. Yeah, it's pr- I think it's one of those weeks where there's quite a few teams that are already rostered, so streaming might be difficult. Obviously, yeah. Green Bay are playing Buffalo. Their defence isn't too bad, and I'm not sure Buffalo are going to repeat <laughs> what they did last weekend. Um, well, <laughs> I don't know what that was. I can't even explain it, what that was. Um, if, yeah, I, see, I would prefer the Chiefs to that. I, I don't trust the Green Bay defence. It's, it's not... I don't believe it's brilliant. Um, I just, I like Andy Reid as a coach. I think he's yeah, British. Um, so, yeah, that's, it's like you said, it's not a lot. Like a lot of these defences will be rostered. So, yeah. I mean... I think the Browns... <laughs> oh, sorry, Browns, yeah. sorry, go on. The Browns take on Oakland, and I think the Browns are probably quite available. Yep. Yeah, again, I used the Browns last week. So, th- yeah, they're a good defence to use. Um, 
I think you could potentially use the Seahawks against Rosen because it is in Seattle, I believe. It is, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I know it's not the same defense as what it once was, but they still got if, if Bell Thomas plays, I think you could fire up that defense. Not a bad shout. Well, I was just looking through a deep sleepers list. Obviously, we've mentioned Rhett Ellison. Um, yeah. So Albert that, Wilson. You got any interest yeah. in Albert Wilson? In deep leagues, yeah. He's, uh, I, the only thing with Miami is they're spreading the ball about a lot. So I just yeah. I, I, I worry with teams like that getting like wide receiver calls. It's a bit like the Jags and Dallas. You know, so it's hard to predict who's going to be the guy. Yeah, for sure. Well, I don't think I've got anyone else. I think my list is as barren as the actual waiver wire list. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, maybe someone to look at as well. Corey Grant, if he's available, just a running back, the Jaguars running back. Um, if Fournette sits anymore, I don't think he will. But I think Corey Grant is more of the backup than TJ Yeldon. Uh, they they seem to when Fournette doesn't play, they seem to give Grant a bit more of the a little bit more of the load. You know, that yeah. is, a, is, a, is a time timeshare. They do split carries, but with, between him and Yeldon, but they seem to trust Grant a little bit more. So, yeah. if he's available, go and pick him up. Definitely. So, do you want to talk some DFS? We can do. Do you, you, do you want to start? Because you know. <laughs> well, I might as well. I might as well just. So, Jack invited me to take part in his Kickers Matter podcast DFS last weekend, and. It was my first one, so I thought I'd hop in. It was five dollars buy-in, and I took the money. You did, you did. You, um, you t- I, I come third, to be fair. This, no, this you week. did. I don't know if you got it in front of you. Did. Yeah, I've got it here. So you come. It was quite close actually. It you was, come first. It was real close. <laughs> One hundred and sixty-three point thirty-six points, and then Jamie in second with one hundred and sixty-three point thirty points, and then me in third with one hundred and sixty-two point five four. So. Um, yeah, it was very close. <laughs> Calvin Ridley saved your day there. Yeah, he did. He, he really did. I, yeah. um, have you got any DFS thoughts for this week? I haven't as of yet. I haven't particularly looked at it. Um, it's something I sort of get into tomorrow on my pod. Um, I just, no, you've put me on the spot now. Um, <laughs> I, I would potentially be firing up one of the Green Bay receivers definitely probably Devontae Adams against Buffalo like you said they're going against Buffalo um oh gee you've got you have put me on the spot here but this one no, no, it's fine I just thought as we had a couple of minutes we could uh, we could talk about it but if you haven't got anything lined up that's not a problem whatsoever again no just one thing with DFS that I'd say I, I think you target um high scoring offences just you know it's the same principle as yeah yeah Fancy, you just but in that you want to be targeting that. So I think also for cheaper picks, like taking on the wide receiver twos of teams uh, in a where their ones have got good matchups against decent corners, so you can sort of like Ridley did exploit the weaker cornerback of the team. It's not bad. I like doing that because you know there's going to be points if somebody's you know yeah. taken out of the game by a good corner, then they're going to look to their wide receiver two, and it's a cheaper option. I like to pair my QB with a wide receiver normally or a tight end. Um, it's just because you get double the points basically if they can score touchdowns together. So that's what, something I like to do. It's a little tactic. Um, if you've got you got time to run through some bits, I've got it up now. So yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, 
I think you could do a lot worse than Drew Brees this week against, you know, I hate to say it's against my Giants. I just, I think that's, the, the Saints just put up points and he's $6,600. Um, I quite like Deshaun Watson this week as well, 6300 against Indy. I know people keep going on about that Indy defence. It's not as bad as you think. I just, I don't think they're a very good team. So I just, um, and then I think you could also use potentially Carson Wentz this week against Tennessee. Interesting. There's some a couple of just off the bat without really looking at anything. Um, the Tennessee defense is slightly better than I think most people give them credit for. Yeah, it is a little bit. Um, if Mix just going to running backs quickly. If if Mixon sits, start Giovanni Bernard in DFS because. The Falcons bleed points to catching running backs. So, do yeah, get old. He's $6,300. Just start him in that game. That's just a quick one there. Um, like I say, I like to pair my wide receiver and QB together. So, I'd be taking Michael Thomas if I took Drew Brees. Yeah. Uh, I, know, I like Chris Carson this week as well. He's yep. got 32 touches last week or 32 carries, which either one you want to... Between him and Penny, there's no way you give Penny three carries and Carson 32 and call it a committee. It's just Carson, I think Pete Carroll's got his way. Carson's the one there, and he's only 4-6 as well, and they're playing Arizona. So, Yep, uh, and actually, my favourite Titan, just looking at it, is going to be Jimmy Graham this week against Buffalo. Um, Buffalo do bleed points to Titans, so yeah, I've got quite, he, seems to be, he seems to have got it going the last two games, Jimmy Graham. I know. How much is he? He is $4,500 on DraftKings. Not bad so, at all. No, that's a nice option there. I'm sure that I, I will have cheaper options in the coming days, but <laughs> that's all I've got for the minute on that. That's fair. Just looking at DSTs quickly, the Browns are only 2900 and the Seahawks are 3200 which is quite good value, I think. We just mentioned, mentioned them. Yeah, that's good value. What's the Chiefs on there? Are they, are they high one? No, where were the Chiefs? They... No, they're not on mine. No, they're not on mine either. Okay, what's that all about then? <laughs> they're not playing in Sunday's lineup. Ah, uh, yeah, that will be it. That will be it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pick the Chiefs for your Sunday lineup, guys, there's a pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, right. I guess that's probably it for early DFS. If you want more DFS takes, listen to the Kickers Matter podcast either Wednesday or Thursday, because... Jack generally comes up with some absolute gems. Yeah, we do. I normally, I normally have an expensive guy, middle. This is for each position. So we have an expensive, middle, and a really low-budget guy that we like. So, and then we build a team. Yeah, on did, live. How, how did our team do last week? Um, no good. We, we did oh. no good. <laughs> so, But we did the week before, actually. We won money the week before, but last week, no. No money. So we should have, we should have stuck with Jamie's tip of going in with Calvin Ridley, but... I just, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> oh, I'd like to say I did, but I only saw it late and not early enough to give it in our team. <laughs> I saw the Adrian Peterson one coming, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep, keep knocking that one down. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so have you got any winners or losers for the whole week? And with winners and losers, it can be anything to do with football whatsoever. I think the losers this week have got to be the Vikings. Just because you know, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Um, I just, I, well, I just, 
I, I still can't believe it. I look at that score. I was I was using Cousins in a few leagues as well, so I mean, he had like minus eight points at one point in going into the third quarter. That was, and I was when he come out for the second half. I thought I'd oh, be fine. You know, start throwing the ball around, and then he got picked again. And I was wow, what is going on here? Um, so yeah, Vikings are losers. Uh, winners are my Giants. Finally got a win. <laughs> so um, yeah, we're um, we're back and we <laughs> strong. <laughs> now, we, well, I was really impressed. We, we we benched our starting right tackle. If you listen to my podcast, I will go absolutely. I go absolutely nuts about him. Eric Flowers, he's a revolving door, um, and we benched him for Chad Wheeler, a rookie last year that we picked up. And I just, uh, you know, he was going against JJ Watt. J- JJ Watt had three sacks. JJ Watt's beast, but I the, the line looked better. They, the Giants just look better in on all sides of the ball, so I was just I was very happy. It's promising signs going forward. I like that. I like that. So for my winner this week, actually I'll do losers first. <laughs> to finish on a high note, my loser is the whole 49ers organization. Yeah. I mean, you lose your franchise quarterback to an ACL on a stupid play. I think Jimmy just step out of bounds. There's no need to beat the defender. You've already gained the yardage you need, and then yeah. also to lose Richard Sherman as well that hurts even more. Obviously, it's not for as long as Jimmy, but you've got two of your stars out injured. I don't like... Uh, his name eludes me. Their backup quarterback. Oh, beat hard. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> beat hard. Yeah. Like, uh, I, yeah. I have no confidence in him at all. And Like we mentioned earlier, most of the pass catches, apart from Kittle, uh, are droppable. I did hear on a podcast earlier today that I think Bethard and Kittle shared a room in college or in the okay. preseason. So they've got a bit of rapport there already. So I think you can continue to still play Kittle. And then my winner is Carryon Johnson, Detroit Lions running yeah. back. He's the first running back to have over 100 yards, I think, since 2013, maybe? Something like that. Yeah, it's Reggie Bush. Yeah. Uh, and for the Lions to now have that... It's good for them. Like we said, they pasted the Patriots this week. And for them to now have a running back that's relevance, I think he's eating into Theo Riddick's workload as well. He's going to be catching a few more balls. And if you're lucky enough to got carry on Jensen, then I think you're second half of the season. <laughs> yeah, I've got him in quite a few places as well. Second <laughs> half of the season, he's going to surpass like Garrett Blunt. I think he'll be their bell, bell cow, definitely. Yep, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, well, me too. Um, <laughs> I would just like to, I forgot to talk about a sponsor for this week. So this week we're sponsored by SaveThePunter.com. Now these guys are, there's a professional sports trader and then a couple of other guys who are really into their sports betting and they provide tips on either a premium or free service. Their return on investment is frightening for the last couple of months. I think they're up 25% per point, um, which is huge if you're looking for solid investment return, I mean, 25%, you're not going to get that anywhere else. Go and find them on Twitter. It's at Save the Punter. And, yeah, the website's exactly the same thing, savethepunter.com. Really good, really knowledgeable, and they'll help you win money, and everybody loves winning money. So go check them out. But, yeah, I think that's probably us, mate, considering I drafted Jack in seven and a half minutes before the podcast began. (laughs) Thanks for having me on, mate. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. I think we'll probably try and get you on again when the situation isn't quite as 
rushed and, and forced, but... <laughs> no, mate, I've enjoyed it. I really have, and um, like I say, you're welcome any time on our pod. We like to get a guest on every week, so... No, it's been fun, it's been fun. So yeah, go find the podcast, it's on, like I mentioned earlier, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, leave us a review, really helps out. And then, yeah, socials everywhere is at Five Yard Rush. Bit of banter going on there. But, yeah, thanks, Jack. It's been awesome. No, thank you, mate. Cheers. Speak to you later. Until next week, guys. Yeah. Keep rushing. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 